widgets are unavailable. You're a widget. Let <laughs> me plug this in. Dad has his head, his microphone up on the side also. It's a different headset than he had last time. What is he, NASCAR? Your default microphone has changed to headset microphone. Have, have dads pull the microphone down on the side of your headphones. Oh, your other side. On the other side. Oh. Right there. Other way. Other way. Yep. You have them on backwards then. Stop. Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. It's still yeah. early. Yeah, right. Brooke's like three hours behind us. <laughs> the hell? Dad, have you met Brooke real quick? Dad, this is Brooke. She sells rocks. State you from? Washington State. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the a, other side. Of we're the in a psychic class together. Is that over where the avalanche? I mean, the uh, rain and snow is by California. Yeah, or you by there? Yeah, that's us. Uh, you're you're seeing seventy degrees and palm trees. Now look at it. it's all <laughs> it's messed up over there. Earthquakes, forest fires. Bob, yeah. You move. Well, luckily the Pacific Northwest is like the prettiest area and all of the country and we don't get as much rain as people think we do and washington state knock on wood has not had an earthquake in a very long time so oh, okay. if we get to california there yeah. don't go there yeah hello and good morrow once in a great while on the dark side of the moon there assembles a small group of minds from throughout the lands this tribe is beckoned by the elder, Mr. Ron Amethyn Jones, a.k.a. Mr. Free Bird. He calls forth his people to discuss various topics about many things. These minds come together to form not a round table, but the malarkey that is the Ron Table. The Ron Table. The Ron Table. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Ron Table. We are here... Uh, more with the square table today, not around Ron table with Ronnie Jones. <laughs> nice to be back. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We're also here with Jeff Jones. Jefe Jones. Jen, Dad, thanks for having me. Good to be part here. Part of the square. You're part yep. of the square. <laughs> this is definitely a square table. I like it. Yeah, square different. table. Yeah. And we're super excited because this week we have a fun guest. Uh, her name is Brooke Inman. She's from Washington State. Welcome, Brooke. Hello. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> yeah. So Brooke was on our So Much Energy podcast. Uh, if you didn't meet her through that, go back and check out episode 178. Also, Brooke sells booby rocks, so check out her store, which I'm sure she'll talk about. So Brookside Crystals. Yes. That's me. Yes. <laughs> All right. And now, Jeff Jones, I'm going to pass it over to you for our guest interview. That's right. Thanks, Jen. And welcome to the show, Brooke Inman from Brookside Crystals. Thank you for having me, guys. Brooke, you were previously on So Much Genergy, where we got to talk about you, your involvement in the mediumship and the clairvoyance and the crystal. But now we're going to ask you a few interview questions that are really going to get down to who is Brooke Inman. Oh, Lord. All right, Brooke, <laughs> first question. What do you think of garden gnomes? That's a yes. 
are they good? Are they evil? Are they bad? I mean, obviously they're there. I mean, that's not the. I feel like you have a good and a bad to everything. So I feel like there's both. I feel like you have good and you have bad, just like you have good energy and bad energy. I think there's two sides of the coin there. I do like that. Did you ever see Nomeo and Juliet? No. Oh my gosh, that is so good. So good. And that is like that is like classic West Side story. Yeah. Red gnome, blue gnome. You know what I'm talking? Oh, blue yeah. gnome falls in love with a red gnome girl. Oh yeah. Not, yeah, classic West Side. Really good though. Whole thing takes place in the backyard. Nice. All right. All right, Brooke, moving on. What was the last gift you gave someone? Last gift? My son for his birthday. He okay. uh had to have some Jordan 4s. He didn't have 4s, so we got the 4s. And I tell you what, they're not cheap. No. No. No, no wonder you were pushing those rocks in the last show. <laughs> Make that Jordan money. <laughs> All right. Brooke, let me ask this. How many square feet of pizza do you think are eaten in the U.S. each year? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> square feet? Yep, just a throw, you know, how many square feet of pizza? Uh, 25,000. Billion. A billion? Oh, not even close. <laughs> not even close. No, they say the average person eats 12 square feet a year. Oh, that's 12 square feet by the average amount of people that eat pizza, 200 million. You get 2.4 billion square feet of pizza. That's crazy. I'm that not wrong. crazy. <laughs> with our lives. Brooke, if you could compare yourself with any animal, which animal would it be? I would have to say a crow. Oh. Because I'm a mean bitch oh. and I'll eat the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Brooke, here's a little one that's a little more personal. Blue or green? <laughs> green. Green all day. Green is my favorite color, hands down. I like that. I like that. So you don't mind combining colors to make other colors to get new and improved. There you go. No primary color. Primary or classic over. I hear you. Yeah. All right. Now with what two things aside from food and water would you take on a deserted island? If you didn't have to worry about food and water, what other two items would you take? My son and my phone. (laughs) I like that. Fire on this island. <laughs> or food. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right, Brooke, and last question. Who's your favorite superhero? Ooh, um, you guys are going to hate this answer. Aquaman. Oh, I do like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Is it because he's Everybody in the water? Everybody hates Aquaman. I don't understand it. <laughs> and that's pre-Jason Momoa, okay? Pre-Jason Momoa. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which was just a bonus when that came out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Hopefully we got to know a little more about Brooke, things we did not learn on the last episode. Yeah. We know all about For sure. All <laughs> right. And moving on, we're going to talk about the month of April. It's time to get out your rubber boots and splash in the rain. So let's learn more about the most foolish month with some April fun facts. Okay. Across a large part of the world, April means spring is just the beginning. The days get longer and hotter, and for many it means we can officially say goodbye to winter. Oh, peace out. 
Yep. Generous <laughs> amounts of rain tend to fall in April, ushering in the new growth of spring. And of course, we all know the most famous month-themed rhyming. April showers brings Mayflowers. There is something... The boat? Refreshing. Yep. The ship? No, the Mayflower. <laughs> Jen, what is wrong? Get it together. Wrong Mayflower. <laughs> I don't know. There is something so refreshing about the rainy spring day, though. Yeah. When the grass starts to get green and the freshness creeps in after the desolate winter. This yearly April phenomenon is referred to as spring renewal. We feel good. We feel good. Everyone is just happier. Dad will be very excited to mow. Dad, you excited to mow? Yeah. Dad, really. what are you looking forward to doing most in this spring? What have you been What have you been looking forward to do most? I don't know. Just sprint, winter cleanup. <laughs> all the limbs falling and uh, underneath the bushes, all kinds of stuff to rake. And I don't know, just working outside. Just be busy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody's been sitting in the house all winter. It's time to get outside and do something. Yeah. Right now we're in the low 20s, but with the wind chill and everything, it was five. Oh, Feels like five degrees. It was right. crispy this morning. I was out there at 430. Oh, yesterday yeah. was like a blizzard. It's like a whiteout. He was going down the road and over in Waterford. And then when you get to Oxford, there ain't nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Just... See, over here, it's like 65 degrees in Washington State. So oh, shoot. I'm like, so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a few days that hit the hit low 60s, but then it drops right back down and then it kind of jumps up and down. It doesn't just stay an even keel right now. Yeah, yeah we get um, snow and it melts. We get it more and it melts. Yeah, it turns the ice, then it sticks around, then it melts. Then it, you know, and right now we're just in a deep freeze. We have a, a neighbor with cows at the end of the road and they keep getting out and all of a sudden there are just cows running all over everybody's yards. And then like the one is like, I mean, this thing's gotta be like 500 pounds down the street, just chomping on people's grasp. Do they get the police involved at all? Yeah. Cause out here, when people's cows get out, out here, the cops shut the whole town down. Oh. Like the, and they patrol and they're looking for them. And like, there's a lot, yeah. of, there's like gotta be a network of telephone calls that happen. Cause there's a lot of people that end up going out looking for cows. Whoa. And it's supposed to be mandatory to have electric fence up. Yeah, I believe so. But occasionally things Somehow happen. There's a hole in it somewhere in our neighbor's other neighbor's backyard. And so they come through there and then they all start mooing like, Hey, we're out. And then they all start yelling to the other ones. <laughs> right. My goodness. That's definitely yeah, like not a skate city convicts. problem. Once they right. get out, they're all over. <laughs> yeah. But out here, if there's a cows get out, they shut down everything because if you're driving down the road, I mean, out here, it's oh. you'll hit deer. Deer yeah. will mess your car up, but a cow will kill you. Yeah. Oh, it's like hitting a moose. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, a horse. It's like driving oh, right into the side of a That's like 1,200 pounds. Right. It's, yeah. My sister still... hit a bear once out here. Whoa. So. We, when we moved south, because we're in Tennessee, so we saw, we were driving back from Asheville, North Carolina, and we saw a bear hit on the side of the road. And that was so, I mean, you know, deer you see all the time, but man, a bear, it was terrible. Yeah. 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 Deer is like a dime a dozen for my sister. I think she's hit like 15. Whoa! Oh, and a bear. Like a bunch of elk, deer, and bear. Oh, mm -hmm. shoot. Yeah. Oh, man. Dang. She's gotten lucky. Man, right. Welcome back. <laughs> I just wanted to point out real quick, Jen, that the month of April is has usually the holiday of Easter, which sometimes occasionally falls on May. Falls in March. Sorry. Occasionally <laughs> falls in March. Uh, it falls on the first full moon after March 21st, which is 80% of the time is in April. Oh, okay. Uh, besides that, we have April Fool's Day. 
uh, coming up, which is the first April 1st, obviously. Uh, but besides that, Jen, can you, you want to tell us about any other special days coming up in the month of April? Yeah, I have a few here. Um, actually, on April 1st, it's also Atheist Day. So if you don't believe anything, you can have that day. <laughs> Even though you don't believe anything, you can have that day. Uh, it's International Fun at Work Day, which is also April 1st. Let's see, there's April 3rd is don't go to work unless it's fun day and then it says we know your decision so i guess everybody's off on april 3rd that's pretty funny oh um i did want to share april 4th i know these are all very early in the month but april 4th is hug a newsman day so if you see ron burgundy give him a squeeze nice (laughs) bill bonds right because he's kind of a big deal you know yeah Well, you you won't be hugging Bill Bonds anytime soon. No? Nope, he's gone. Gone? Maybe Jen and I will in our class with Cindy later on today. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we talk to dead people now, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Well, tell him I said hi. (laughs) (laughs) I will, I will. Uh, April 7th, International Beaver Day. So, damn it. Damn it on the set. So April 9th is actually Easter Sunday this year. So, um, and then April 10th is Dingus Day, which is always the Monday after Easter, which we use the word dingus a lot, but I don't think it's appropriate like how we use it. We just assume it like, hey, you dingus, you know? Yeah, like a dingus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. So I don't know what actual dingus day is. It might not be appropriate, so maybe don't look it up. <laughs> Anybody you think is a dingus, it's their day. I don't think you should Google search dingus. Please don't. <laughs> oh, man. April 16th, take this how you want, mushroom day. You know, some people will forage them. Some people will eat them. I mean, I don't know what they're doing, right? It's, uh, you put know them what under your pizza. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Billion dollar or billion square foot of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. April 22nd, National Jelly Bean Day. Oh, April 22nd? Yeah. I don't know that we need a whole day for that, but that's okay. It makes me feel like there's two in April then because that's what Easter essentially is. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Jelly Bean Day. And colored eggs. Colored eggs too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Easter egg hunting. That's I wonder right. what the alternative is going to be pushed for this year. Like, just because if eggs cost a lot more this year, like, what are, the, what are they pushing? Plastic eggs with candy in them are always oh, good. Oh, yeah. We yep. did an adult Easter egg hunt one year with Josh's family, and his family put, like, big, huge Easter eggs and put money in them. And, I mean, you sh- it was intense. Like, these people who have never <laughs> run in their lives were running. I mean, they were running. There was a $50 bill in one of those. Oh, yeah, oh I'd be running God. too. Yeah. yeah know, me too. Right? <laughs> I'd be pushing people down. Sorry, Grandma. Like, you gotta oh. go. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see Jenny break Grandma's hip at the Easter egg hunt? I'd be like, I didn't see nothing. No, we saw it on camera. You know what? Security cameras, I mean, you can't do nothing. You can't trust video these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too many filters. Yeah. So there's some other like really funny days too, but I just wanted to share those were the funniest. Um, nice. Yeah. So let's see, what do we got next? All right, Dad, we have celebrity birthdays and deaths. Yep. All I right. I get to give two of them. 
<laughs> That's it. All right, let me let me read these. All right. You know it. Yes. Right, get list. your get your looking ball covers on. All right, Betty. I'm ready. All right, first we got Betty Davis. She was born on uh, April fourth, oh eight. She died ten six of eighty nine. She had Betty Davis eyes. She sure did. She did. Oh, she was born in Massachusetts. If that means anything. It means she was born in Massachusetts. Leonardo da Vinci, April, oh, April 15th, 1452. Is he still alive? <laughs> no, he died in uh, May 7th of 1519. Oh, I was like 19. Oh. I was like, you no. gotta live like 400 years? I'm concerned. 1519. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you know Russell Crowe? Yeah. He's born at 4765. And he's in um, uh, Wellington, England. He was born. Oh, okay. Paul Rudd. Anybody know him? Yeah, I like yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, funny. He I like Paul Rudd. He the base. He's the best. Four six sixty nine, and he's uh, born in uh, Pasig, New Jersey. Oh, I could see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. guessed him. I would have guessed him more Midwest than that. But yeah. the funniest ones come from New Jersey. I say. That's yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have guessed him, New Jersey. Lucky. Yeah. Got Eddie Murphy, four three sixty one. He's born in New York. Oh, Charlie's brother. Charlie's brother. I yeah. think he, yeah. this guy was in Nutty Professor, <laughs> or the one where he talks to dogs. He I talked think he to came dogs. To America. He did come to America. <laughs> yeah. He, yep. He was delirious. Yeah, he's raw. He's his comedy <laughs> is raw. <laughs> you got Steven Seagal, my favorite actor. <laughs> four ten fifty two. Steven Seagal. Who's that guy? And What's he's he born done? In Lansing. He was born in Lansing. He was born in Lansing? Jen, yeah. you say that every time. <laughs> you know and Dad used to drive us past his house. <laughs> got Ronnie Jones. He was born April 29th, 52, a week after two weeks ago. That's his birthday, bro. Oh. So me and him got, uh, we uh, share Taurus together. Yeah. He, yeah. Yep, happy early, early belated birthday, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> early Covering them all. And Cream Abdu Abdu Jabbar. Oh. 4, oh. 4 16, 67. Is that how tall he is? Oh, he's seven foot one. He was an airplane. Yeah. He can't fit in one. Yeah. <laughs> I think he played Roger in that, didn't he? Uh, Roger or Wilco. Yeah, Wilco. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm. My husband will know. He's Roger Wilco. He was born in New York. Anybody cares? We do. We got Jackie Chan. We got Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yep. Jackie 4754, Chan. and he's born in Hong Kong. Is that how tall he is? 54 inches? <laughs> All right, how about Orlando Jones? Remember him? He played oh, yeah. in uh, um, Office Space. Now, remember, he was, the, he was a pizza delivery guy in Office Space. Oh, yeah. And he also no. played in... Uh, what's that? He's in a really funny movie. What's the name of that movie? It's so good. Sean, what's the name of that really funny movie with Orlando Jones? Oh, uh, Double Jeopardy? It's not Double Jeopardy. Oh. Gosh, what's the name of it? I can't remember, but it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> hey, you ever hear Drumline? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, he was the main guy of, uh, of the, in particular, school band. Uh, he was the teacher? Uh, the guy that 
a director or something, you know, that run the whole band. Oh, yeah, uh, the director of the too. He did. That was when Nick Cannon had probably had zero kids. That's before he, he ran his drum line. Yeah. It was Double Take. Have you guys seen Double Take? Oh, no. Double Take. No. Oh, my gosh. It's so, it's so funny. Okay. Anyway, he was born in Alabama. More, Mobile, Alabama. He's done with you, bro. He's done. <laughs> Oh, we got Thomas Jefferson. He was born oh in 413, 1743. Oh, my God. And he expired on 7-4. <laughs> uh, uh, what is he, Bill? 18, 1826, he was gone. He, ex- he expired? <laughs> yeah. Expired. He just, okay. One day he's there, next day he went. The next day he just was. He- what is he, like a date on the meat? I mean, what's happening? He turned. <laughs> okay. Oh, and he was born in Shadwell, Virginia. That was his name? No, that's where he was born. Oh, okay. You remember <laughs> Billy Holl- Holiday? Oh, yeah. yeah. She Wasn't she like in the 1930s a, a, yeah. a folk singer or just a regular singer, blues singer? I think she was a jazz singer. Blues and jazz. Blues, yeah. 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 She was in like she, underground clubs and things, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was born 4 7 15, and she's from Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And she died seven one fifty nine. So it's not too long ago. She's uh, an Travis icon. Travis Scott. Anybody know him? Oh yeah, my son sure does. My he was kids. Born I've heard of Was he a country and western singer? Oh, he's a rapper. Oh, rapper. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that any anybody in that. All right, I've got the last one. Seth Rogen. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. man, fifteen eighty-two, and he was born in British, British Columbia. That's yeah. all I got. We just that's watched Step Brothers two weeks ago, and oh man, when he's interviewing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what is that? Onions? Well. <laughs> oh nice. All right, good times, Dad. All right, turn it back on to Jeff. All right, we got a mystery minute. Yep. All right, for the mystery minute, I just have two quick topics. One, I was really blown away with, and this was that there was a giant sinkhole in China, okay? This okay. giant sinkhole fell in. It ends up, I'd have to look at the exact number here. It's about 630 feet deep, okay? They discovered inside this sinkhole, there is an entire forest. What? All right, inside this sinkhole. We're talking complete with trees, bloomage, trees over 150 feet tall in the bottom of this sinkhole that they But usually when you get a sinkhole, it fills in with water, don't it? Yeah, but I mean, at yeah, some this point. this time it just was dirt. And it was that's like a what's big crazy. Pit. It just yeah. opened and, and it was clean? It, no, it opened. It fell in. And when it fell in, it fell in on top of a forest that was already existing underneath this sinkhole. So now scientists are blown away because this is a whole forest with a whole ecosystem, a whole thing of undiscovered species. Oh my gosh. Not just species of plants, but species of who knows what. Did we just open up like Jumanji? Because it's a whole (laughs) sinkhole. But the crazy thing is that these trees were not only like living, but like huge benefiting from thriving. That's the word I was thinking. They were thriving with this whole ecosystem that was existing below the ground. And it's 630 feet deep. That's crazy. And when they look down in there, there's just, you can, treetops. Can you imagine just being like, you're you're in your world and then somebody just looking down from the top. 
<laughs> like all these people just looking down at you, like you. It's had like that idea. lost city of Atlantis, you know, yeah. uh, like trying to find the lost city of Atlantis. Yeah. You know, if it, I don't know if it exists, but they say it does. But there's, but they had to have been. It's been thriving down there. So now they're really going down there to look to see like what kind of different plants are down there, different fungus, different organisms, uh, different things that are have that don't exist up here. Right. Not only exist down there, but like thrived. How long have they been there? These trees are hundred and something feet tall. Without so, I mean, sun imagine, in like, imagine how long it takes for a tree on top of the earth to grow to be a hundred. They're right. saying up to one hundred and thirty feet tall trees. Oh my up to one hundred and thirty feet. So we're talking a long time, and this has been happening down there. That's crazy. So yeah. that was my first part of the mystery minute, Jen. I'd sent you a picture. Okay. Can you open that up? Yeah. I said I just, it was easier for you to share it this week instead of me. I'm gonna open it, and then I'm gonna. But before you share oh, it, or okay. you can share it whenever you get a chance. But this is a mystery also, is that Aldi's is selling these marshmallows. Okay. okay? Now, oh. these marshmallows in the bags are raising questions. They're ah, labeled ah. as marshmallow, bunny, and chicks. Okay? And Aldi's is selling them. All right. If you could throw the picture up, Jen, and give us a description of what's in the picture. Okay. Can you guys see that? All we see is your fat head. Oh, can, here it's coming. Can there you see it? it? Is. Yep. yep. Now this is the bags that they're selling at all these of marshmallow bunnies and chicks. <laughs> dad, what does that? What does that look? What do those look like there, Dad? Look like scrotums. <laughs> yep, Dad, that's right. They're dong-shaped marshmallows. Is what the is what the article's calling them. Bunnies and chicks looks like a bag of dicks. It does look like Look a bag. Up. That's it. And they're all the same shape. So they can't even say if that's a bunny or a chick because everything in the bag is the same shape. Now I don't I don't know how you get bunnies or chicks out of that, but those are definitely Well who even who even <laughs> thought of this? Uh, the, you know, the manufacturer. I yeah, I don't know. Guess why would Aldi I'm even going to Aldi after this? <laughs> why would Aldi even agree to even sell these? Because, I don't know, but clearly there's not clearly there's not a quality uh, control. I feel like this is happening more often with the bunny shapes because I saw one on TikTok was a uh, Kit Kat supposed to be a bunny. Looks like a dick. So I'm thinking maybe not do the bunnies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it almost looks I don't like know. they'd have oh, look like they'd have some of these like at an adult bookstore or something right yeah <laughs> so i feel you get like if you're all these obviously i think they went with the cheaper people so that's that's what i have for the mystery minute uh today we're gonna throw it over to the crystal corner to our guest brooke yes brookside crystals hello so <clears throat> booby rock my favorite booby rock soda light hands oh. down soda light um, I would have to say is my favorite. I'm drawn to it the most. I wear it the most. I have like five bracelets of Sodalite. I just buy spears because I have one sitting over across the room from me. <laughs> I'm looking at one right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be my favorite one. Um, it's really good for helping you speak your truth. It's really good for, um, enhancing your verbalization of your emotions and your feelings it's really good for intuition and it's um 
really good for emotional balance too. So it helps you if you're feeling a little bit of anxiety or you're needing some calm. Blue is always a really good calm color when it comes to crystals. So yeah, I mean, it's hard to say a favorite when you own a crystal shop. It's like, no, that's my, that's my favorite. That's my, they're all my favorite. They really kind of are, but yeah, we don't tell <laughs> them that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when we're talking about one specific one, we don't tell that yeah. the other ones. <laughs> no, no, we keep it a secret. It's, yeah. it's, you know, but yeah, yeah Soda Light is definitely my favorite. Yeah. And it's a good for weight loss too. So if you have a bracelet that helps with weight loss. Yeah. Because it's a good motivator crystal. Ooh, yeah. So if you're feeling mm-hmm. unmotivated, you know, dad, like you are sometimes. No. <laughs> <laughs> soda Light in your pocket. Pop yeah. on a little Soda Light. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Can you do, is it mainly to be made into jewelry or used on you or is it something that you can use in like cord cutting or something in like as far as energy goes so you really can use it um for any type of energy work but different crystals work for different types of energy work because they're all kind of the metaphysical properties on them are different for each one so if you wanted a cord cut absolutely mahogany obsidian absolutely 100 mahogany obsidian That is like the number one cord cutting crystal. If you want to work on using your uh, words to express your feelings, sodalite is fantastic. If you're working on intuition or dream recall, amethyst. Um, If you're looking for some self-love or self-acceptance, rose quartz, you know, just so many different crystals for different things. What would you recommend as far as using for just communication? For just straight communication, any blue crystal. Any blue crystal is going to work for communication. So sodalite, amazonite, um, lapis lazuli, Ooh. anything that's blue. And then one that people don't usually think of because it's not blue um, is septarian. is a fantastic communication stone. I oh, I just got chills. I love that one. I septarian? Think this, is this, I yeah. think this is one, right? It is. Yes, it yeah. is. That's oh, yeah. I love it because it kind of looks like a snake eye. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And, you know, that's usually what's inside of the inlay when you crack open a really good um, ammonite Mm. fossil. It's inlaid with septarian a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Good communicator stone. People don't know it because it's not blue. So. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, that's good to know. It is good. Yeah. Yay. So, Jeffy, I'm going to throw it over to you for a quick list of fun stuff that you have for us. That's right, Jen. The list I have today is from the one I pulled off the New York Post. It's the best book to read based on your Zodiac sign. Okay. So I thought we'd start with Dad real quick. Dad, your Zodiac sign is April. April 29th. Let me get to that. What is it? Taurus? Taurus. Taurus. So, Dad, for you, the book that they are recommending, seeing how you are a Taurus, is The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think Warren Betty played in that. Uh, yep, it's yep. The, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Warren Beatty. I think they also had another one out. I think it had Leonardo DiCaprio, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, the most recent one. Uh, the first one they made was Warren Beatty. That's back in the what? Uh, the fifties or sixties? Sixties. But I it took place in the thirties or forties back then. You know when the old cars were around. Yep, they say here it's a classic novel written in the bygone era, the beautiful language of the story, along with the love and wealth of the old moneyed inhabitants of East Egg, will entice a Taurus to root for their favorite lovers. Dad. Oh, dad. 
that. Uh, love or hate Jay Gatsby, one has to admire his de determination to go after what he wants. The problem arises when what he wants is already spoken for. That's for Taurus. <laughs> All right. You got stuck. I was like, what happened to you? Nope. <laughs> I was thinking. Okay. Yep. Brooke, what's your zodiac sign? Aquarius. Oh, age. What month is that? February, February and late January. Oh, okay, awesome. Yep. Aquarius, the book they are recommending to you is Endurance. Oh. By Alfred Lansing. Or Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children by Ransom Riggs. That's a good book. Uh, Endurance by Alfred Lansing and Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children by Ransom Riggs. Aquarius's appreciation of community and friendship will be found in both books just in very different ways says Endurance is the true account of Shackleton's 1914 attempt to reach the South Pole, which didn't end well, and how his crew had to pull together to survive. For the fictional story of Miss Peregrine's 16-year-old Jake ends up on an island that had a home for children who were quarantined due to not only being peculiar, but possibly dangerous. The bond the kids formed and what will appeal to tribe or is what appeals to tribe and kids. Yeah. So those are the two they recommend for you. All right. Or Aquarius. Jen, Great. let me go back up to you. What are you, July 4th? What is July that? July 4th, 1976. Cancer. Uh, Jen, for Cancer, what they are recommending is The Bookish Life of Nina Hill. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yep. Oops, here we go. The Bookish Life of Nina Hill by Abby Waxman is a perfect gift for any cancer. Nina Hill loves her life working in a bookshop, enjoying her trivia team, and loving her cat. But then it gets turned upside down when the father she never knew passes away and Nina learns she has quite a few relatives, not all of whom are excited to meet her. Oh. Cancers who love the emotional aspects of life will appreciate the humor coupled with the relationships and romances and will read this book in just a few days. So it'll be I'll a simple read. Cool. I'll check so, it out. Yep. Check that one out. Uh, for Aries, they're recommending Book of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adi. Oh, Tomi Ayarami. Yeah. <laughs> Book and Bone. Yep. Taurus was the Great Gatsby. F. J F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, Gemini, they're, re they're recommending The Circle by Dave Eggers. Cancer, The Bookish Life of Nina Hill. Covered that. Leo, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest oh. <laughs> by Ken Kesey. Yeah. Dad, remember that you movie? You're that my best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's one with Jack Nicholson. He was in the mental institution. Yep, Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Yep, Leo. <laughs> that's for Leos. Uh, Virgo, which is myself, a man called Ove. Did you ever see uh, or seen or heard about the man called Otto? I've, I've heard, heard of it. it. Well, there's a new show out now with Tom Hanks. It's a movie. Uh, he, he plays in oh. that. Yep, it's a movie with Tom Hanks. That's the American version. The foreign version, which has subtitles, which I believe even came out at the same time as A Man Called Otto. I think they came out at the oh. same time, but a totally same story, different movie. It's a foreign with subtitles as A Man Called O. They're both based on this book. It's about a, a curmudgeon who kind of learns to have a heart. Okay. Um, okay. That's what they recommend for Virgo. Super side note, I did want to add um, I, the reviews I've heard about that are if you, uh, there's traumatic there can be trauma triggers in that movie for is there like suicide a lot of suicide attempts I, 
there is now yeah. that you say that i've only say that because i kind of know a little about the book that i wanted to read i'm only sharing that because if somebody wants to see it and they're like hey that looks good the reviews i were just saying it was traumatic the yeah. tom hanks one the trailer didn't show any of that but right. the foreign one i watched you yeah. see his all of his repeated attempts because oh. he he keeps failing but like yeah. in like goofy ways yeah yeah but it could i guess i could see that being triggered yeah it might so. be a trigger yeah all right libra uh they're recommending a dog's purpose by w bruce cameron oh if anybody read that the cover of it looks hilarious close up of a golden retriever <laughs> uh i love talks scorpio they're recommending daughter of bone and smoke by laney taylor oh Ooh, that sound that looks dark sagittarius a walk in the woods by bill bryson mm. that looks like it's cover of that at least looks like it's for anybody who's looking to go yep it even talks about hiking the appalachian trail oh yeah looking to be outdoors yeah uh capricorn they're saying heart of darkness they're calling it and then aquarius endurance and miss peregrine's home for peculiar children nice oh pisces last one here oh. pisces they're calling graceling by Kristen cheshore okay graceling so that'll be that's the book they're recommending for your zodiac sign yeah. Nice choices. So, I like that. And yeah. what's funny is I did want to read the A Man Called Ove. I wanted to read it before I watched either of the movies. Oh, and then yeah. that happened to be the one for my Zodiac month. So, like, Interesting. Yeah. That's what caught my attention when I pulled up the article. I'm like, oh, I just like to see what book it was for me. I'm like, that's pretty close. I'm going to bring this up on the podcast. That's pretty close. So, that's awesome. Yep. All right, Dad, I'm going to toss it over to you for Ron's Media Moments. Dad, what have you been watching this week, this month? I've been up. Uh, Kind of uh, watching, uh, you ever hear, you know Mel Brooks. Uh, I, I like his spin on Space Wars, and he plays space balls. Uh, oh. uh, you, I like I like watching him, and his, his spin on uh, Blazing Saddles on the Western movies. I yep. like that. Yep. Anybody else got any movies? You know, it's funny, Mel just, just, this, just this last week, I actually watched The Three Amigos, which oh. only reason I, it even came up was because I looked up Mel Brooks movies, and I like Three Amigos. I seen Three Amigos. I'm like, oh, I'd like to watch that again. I didn't even realize that was Mel Brooks, but when you watch it, the humor, yeah. I, mm -hmm. didn't, it, I always thought it seemed to have more of a Hollywood budget than a Mel Brooks movie usually <laughs> given. <laughs> like Chevy Chase? Uh, that's Chevy Chase, Martin Short, Steve Martin. Yeah. 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 Okay. Spaceballs is hilarious. Oh. I think hands down my favorite, I think is Stir Crazy. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think Stir Crazy with Richard Pryor and Gene, and Gene Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. That is one is deaf and one is blind. <laughs> oh, that's Hear No Evil, See No Evil, which I no. believe is him as well. Too much. And, and he always yeah. does a cameo on one of his shows too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he shows up and, even if it's 30 seconds, you know. Yeah. Oh, he just has that dry humor. I think growing up, just some of a lot of the movies Dad and I would watch that were Mel Brooks is what led me to just fall right into Monty Python. Oh yeah, like it's you know what I mean. I think it's that same like you, genre. Yeah, either you think it's funny or you just think it's dumb. Yeah, I like yeah. the way it sounds. Uh, you know that out. You know when they ended it, they went through all these sets and fighting and stuff. And I like that, and yeah. then they end up getting in a limousine and driving off. <laughs> yep, like in the old west. Yeah. They ride off into the what? sunset instead of a horse's limousine. Yeah. Yeah. No, Good I times. do like that a lot. Yeah. Yep. Jen, what have you been watching this week? Anything? No, this week was too busy. I did not have any time to watch anything. Oh, really? I didn't. Oh, I you... I know normally I watch movies and stuff, but 
You know no. what I watched? And I just finished oh. it last night. Oh, you got something going on? Oh, ahead. I did want to add. So Josh's niece and her two friends came to visit us for four days. And we watched, and I know I already told you about it, Kunk on Earth on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, it it's six ex- episodes. And it's so, like, she covers every genre of history. And, like, the people she's interviewing, it's too much. I they mean, They don't know how to take her. They do not. And then there's a song in every episode <laughs> that she talks about. It's the same song every time. And I'm like, is this show sponsored by Pump Up the Jam by Techno Truck? <laughs> because it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like that one time when... Uh, it's sponsored by Technotronic, and then it's and she's got like little snippets under like closed caption underneath. It's too much. It's too much. Nice. <laughs> but like, if you're looking for something silly to watch, you know, like it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Just last night, I finished the. Uh, you ever watched The Men Who Built America? Oh, my favorite! I love it. I've watched my wife and I a couple years ago. We watched the one. Uh, it must have been the Steel Age because it was all oh, about yeah. the Carnegies and the Rockefellers yep. and all yeah. of that. And I thought this was a really good show. Yeah. And we watched all of it. And then I yeah. found out they had one that was the Frontiersman, which is all about Davy Crockett, Daniel Boone, oh, Andrew cool. Jackson, Tecumseh. Um, I and missed I, them. I wa- so I, I watched that like maybe two, three years ago. I watched all of them. There's only four episodes, about an hour and a half each. Four okay. episodes. Yeah. So good. Mind-blowingly good. Whoa. And so I went back just the other day and I, it came on my YouTube and I was looking actually for something to watch but not really commit to. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, that is really good. I'll kick that on. It took me a week, but I watched all four episodes again. I just finished. Yeah. The, I watched the last 45 minutes last night. That is okay. so good how they just got. I mean, it's not. It's horrible. Obviously, you see the history of how they got across the country and what yeah. they went through. And it's it's just crazy, though. The yeah. Alamo, yeah. everything. But those are just a wealth of information, just such an incredible, and they give you stuff that you don't really see in the history books. They give you extra little bits of information that you didn't really know, because I feel like history kind of brushes over the main point, you know, let's get to the point and you don't get the extras. So I I like that. It's like the best part of the history channel. You know what I'm saying? Because they, it's like really good reenactments, like with a budget, really good reenactments that you forget you're watching like a docu-series. Okay. And then they'll click over and there's a historian who's like a, a a Davy Crockett, like, you know what I mean? Historian who's like done all sorts of autobiographies on David Crockett. And then he's just like telling you all this crazy stuff about Davy Crockett. You're just mind blowing this stuff. Yeah. So then it also, because I've watched that, I didn't even realize after that, they came out with a whole bunch of other ones where it goes, the next one I think I'm going to engage in is the one where it's the Civil War. It's kind of after the frontier. And they start, the, now that people are already living all the way across the country, the next step I think is Civil War. Um, was that era, the 1800s. So that's kind of where it picked up off of, from the frontier land. And that's where I think I'm going to watch that series, which I can only imagine. I haven't even seen that, but I can tell you it's probably good. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. 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 Because I watched the Steel Age one and I was fascinated. I just was like, this is such good. Like, I want everybody to see it. Like, I'm telling everybody bits of information from it. And they're like, okay. Yeah. But that's how (laughs) the front, that's how I was when my wife and I'd watched the Steel Age one. I'm like, this is the Industrial Age. It's so good. But then I go back and watch the Frontier. And now I'm going up through there and I'm going to end up watching the Industrial Age one again because they're that good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're fantastic. 
How does not? How are people at work not talking about Daniel Boone? Yeah. Like, but at the CEO, you know I mean, it's one of those like it's only because I, I'm just seeing all that on Daniel Boone that I'm like, hey, just <laughs> uh, just a side note. You know, Fess Parker, he played Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett in in the TV. Oh. Series. He in played both parts. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. That's what I've been watching. Doing cool. Mind blowing. Nice. Check it out. Is that all? Anybody else have anything they want to add for the media moments? I've been watching Poker Face. Oh, I don't know if anybody's seen that yes. yet. Oh, yes. actually, I did. I we did start we that this week. We talked about that. We did. So I tried it's... talking about it a few weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I do remember you mentioning that, but like, oh, I think it's only good. on episode like three or four with Natasha Leone. Yeah. 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 So good. Oh my oh. gosh. That's one of those two where you're like, how is everybody not talking about this? Like, yeah. it's yeah. that good. I did it's forget really good. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. Yeah. That's one we don't miss. We love that one. It's so great too. Cause it's not like you, you don't have to see episode one to see episode two. Like every episode's its own storyline yeah but there yeah. is like just that slow out underlying of like the ongoing storyline right. yeah right. yeah this was my face in some of it though like <laughs> just yeah. like when people get killed you know what i mean i'm like what what <laughs> what yeah 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 andrea went back and started re-watching sopranos oh and so I, yeah I, which i love so i yeah. love passing through the living room whenever she's at a part and i'm like oh my gosh i forgot about like when i think sopranos there's so many other storylines that you just forget about that yeah. are so good right I'm like oh yeah so i come through last night seeing steve buscemi on there i'm like oh, oh my god <laughs> like because he wrote and directed a lot of my favorite just the episodes through like the first second third fourth season he wrote and directed a lot of my favorite episodes oh, and then yeah. eventually Steve Buscemi shows up in it and you're like oh, <laughs> such a little weasel yeah <laughs> I love Steve Buscemi though that's funny nice yeah, he was yeah. great in Reservoir Dogs I like he oh, was yeah. good in that too yeah. yeah Big Lebowski he's good in oh. everything he's good on yeah he's just he's one of those been people everywhere I think yeah so all right does anybody else have anything they want to add for we said anything we discussed in this episode <laughs> I know I barely got that out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. All right. I'd like to say thanks to Brooke Inman and Brookside Crystals. That's her yeah. online store. Please go there and check out everything that Brooke has to offer at oh, Brookside yeah. Crystals. She has live shows on Instagram. And follow her live shows on Instagram. How, how can they find you on Instagram, Brooke? So you just go to Instagram and you type in Brookside Crystals, no spaces, and I should pop up. Yeah, she oh, does. Pops up. Do they just follow you on there and then it'll notify yep. them whenever you're having a live show or a live. You just click that follow button and then you click the little bell up top and choose to be notified when I go live. And you will get that little notification right at the top when I go live for my live sales and you just click it and I'll be there. Excellent. <laughs> I look, I, I don't gamble or like do anything like that, but it is too much when I'm like, <laughs> You just say, yeah, me, and then you call the number, and then you get it, if you're the first one. <laughs> nice. Jen just nice. got a few things from me the other day. I did. A couple pieces. You did. I called her, and I was on the phone with her, and she, I go, hey, how's it going? She's like, just looking at Brooks, Brooks, Webs, or, uh, Brooks' live show, blah, blah. She yeah. Said, I got to go. I got to buy something. Yeah. <laughs> and she hung up. All right. Because I had to answer the phone because I was watching it on my phone. I'm like, you're interrupting my product purchase. Yep, that's, that was the gist of what I got. I'm like, all right, this is not important. I'll call you later. All right. So, 
All right, yeah. perfect. Thanks for being on here, Brooke. Jen, thanks for being on here again. Yeah. Helping form the Ron table. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Ron, motherfucker Jones. <laughs> at happy birthday this this month. Oh yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. He does accept Home Depot cards, Lowe's <laughs> cards, cash. Any, anything Pink Floyd. <laughs> Tattoo <laughs> cards. <laughs> He's not picky, but he actually is. Yep. <laughs> All right, Dad, thanks for being on here. It was right. a good time. <laughs> good times. Yep, thanks, okay. Brooke. Again, thanks for dealing with us. Thank you. All right. See you, Ronnie. <laughs> All right.